Hello, my name's uh, Mr Fox and I'm going to be reading Chapter 11, The Rescue. I came looking for you, Sasha snaps, and I frown, confused by his annoyance. He loops the rope around Yuri's neck and under his front legs again. They wouldn't let me join the search party, so I... Search party? My head whips around in panic. I don't want a group of villagers finding me and take me back now. I have to make it to the bear cave and discover my story. They won't have got this far yet, Sasha glances up from the knot he's tying. They were still gathering supplies when I left, and I've been skiing along the riverbank, faster than they'll travel through the forest. A current swells and tugs at Yuri, and he thrashes against the ice. He kicks Sasha's wrist by accident. Sasha isn't hurt, but the rope falls from his hands. I lower my arms further into the river to tighten my grip on Yuri. Icy water trickles into my sleeves and I grip my teeth against the cold. You shouldn't have come looking for me, I grumble. I can take care of myself. Of course people are going to come looking for you, Sasha picks up the rope again and resumes tying a knot. His movements are quick and jerky. You went into the forest alone at night, and after you've been injured, what were you thinking? The anger in his voice bites like a night, the icy water. Sasha has never been angry with me before. I groan and try to lift Yuri, but he doesn't budge. Sasha finishes tying the knot and pulls the rope taut. It digs into Yuri's flesh and he lets out a high-pitched wail. Don't cry, I whisper into his ears. I know it hurts, but we're trying to help. I grip Yuri and pull as hard as I can while Sasha tugs on the rope. But Yuri still doesn't rise. This isn't working. Maybe if we both pull the rope. Sasha edges towards me to make it easier for me to grab the rope. But I don't want to let go of Yuri, even for a moment, in case Sasha can't hold him on his own. I shake my head. I just need a better grip. I lean deeper into the water until it sloshes over the front of my coat and trickles between the buttons. I gasp at the cold but manage to reach my arms further around Yuri's chest. Strength surges through me and Yuri rises as I pull. But then the ice under me tilts and dips. Watch out! Mousetrap squeals in my ear as a crack opens between me and Yuri. Yuri screams as he crashes fully through the ice. A wave of freezing water splashes over my face and for a moment I can't see anything but balls and light. Yuri slips from my arms and before I can reach him again, the current grabs him and whooshes him away. A dark blur beneath the frozen surface. The rope burns through Sasha's palms and he yells in pain. I jump to my feet and run after Yuri across the frozen parts of the river. Stop! Shasta shouts. You'll fall through the ice too. But saving Yuri is all I can think about. I pick up speed, moving across the bluer, thicker ice until I'm ahead of him. Then I choose a place where the ice is thinner. Lift a foot and smash it into the crust. The ice cracks. I hit it again and again until a hole opens. Then I drop my belly to my belly and plunge my arms into the hole, right up to my neck. I'm so focused on the outline of Yuri flowing towards me that I don't feel the cold. He slams into my arms and I wrap around him, lock my fingers tight together and heave. But he's too heavy. The current drags him away. I roll with effort, blood and heat surge into my face, but I can't pull him from the water and I feel myself slipping and sliding into the hole. Sasha appears by my side. He lowers his arms next to mine and grabs Yuri too. With us both struggling together, gradually Yuri emerges, but his eyes are glazed over and he's worryingly still. I think he's dead, Sasha whispers, as we pull Yuri's back legs onto the ice. I shake my head, my eyes burning. He just needs to warm up. I rub Yuri's chest and move his legs up and down, trying to get his blood flowing. He asked me to help him. He told me his name and calmed him down when I held him. He's already, he already feels like more of a friend than most people in the village. He can't be gone. Sasha lowers his face to Yuri's snout. He's not breathing. My vision blurs. I should have been strong enough to save him. I thump Yuri's chest and the ice beneath his wobbles. 
We need to go. Yanka isn't safe here. But I carry on pummeling, trying to wake Yuri's heart. My first pounds in, fist pounds into him, and the ice beneath us split. A crack spreads in a jagged circle around Yuri, and beneath me and Sasha. Come on, Sasha shouts, but I can't take my eyes off Yuri. There must be a way to save him. The crack widens and the water surges into it. I look up at Sasha in desperation, but he's staring at my feet with their thick fur and long dark claws. Above them my skirt is wet, clinging to my legs, revealing their new size and shape. Sasha's face pales and his forehead crumbles, and with that look everything changes. Any lingering desire I had to return to the village rushes away. Because Sasha, my only friend, the only person beside Mamoshka, who has always treated me like I belonged, is now staring at me the same way everyone else stares at me, like I don't fit. My world shatters. Mamoshka's too wide smile, Sasha's look of horror. If the two people I love react like this, how would the rest of the village behave? I wouldn't be surprised if they screamed and drove me back into the forest, the way they drive any bears back that wander too close to the village. I don't belong in the village or with the people at all. I never have, and like this, I never will. My face smoulders with shame and disappointment and a million other emotions that I don't understand. I roar as loud as I can from the depths of my lungs, and the great thunderous rumble of an angry bear echoes along the river. Yanka, please, Sasha reaches for my hand. Come with me, I want to help. For a moment my fingers twitch towards his, but it's a hopeless wish for something already gone. I've changed too much, and everything between me and Sasha, and me and Mamoshka, and me and whatever life I had before is gone. I reach up to check Mousetrap is still curled around my neck. Then I smash a foot into the crack between me and Sasha and push hard. The great chunk of ice, Yuri and Iron, breaks free and the current pulls us away. Yanka, what are you doing? Wait, stop! Sasha surges up, as if he's ready to leap onto the floor with me, but I'm too far away already. He sprints after me along the riverbank instead. But the current speeds up, speeds me away faster than Sasha can run. I sit paralysed by the realisation of what I've done. There's no turning back now. My stomach lurches as the ice flows, tilts and sways. It speeds me across the river and around the bend. Sasha is left on the other side, his arms loose at his sides. I swallow back the urge to shout for help. Another twist around another bend and Sasha disappears behind the trees. All the cold comes at once. I'm drenched right up to my neck. I grab onto Yuri as the flow pitches sideways. He groans and coughs. Water sprays from his mouth and nose. You're alive! I hug Yuri's woolly neck. He rolls his eyes up at me and shivers. We need to get off this thing. I look around, desperately trying to think of a plan, but we're sailing far from the shore and there's nothing I can grab to pull us closer. Mousetrap runs down my arm and jumps onto Yuri, where the rope is still tied around his neck. Could you use this? I try to untie the knot, but my fingers are too frozen to feel the rope in my hands. Here, a moment later, Mousetrap drops a frayed end into my lap. He's nibbled through the rope. I thank him, although my teeth are chattering so much I'm not sure he understands. We swerve towards another bend. On the far side of it, a thick branch overhangs the river. I gather up the rope in my arms and flex my hands. Blood flows into my fingers, making them sting like nettle birds. I hold my breath, wait until we're almost directly underneath the branch, then fling the end of the rope into the air. It flies over the branch, but tangles into a clump of frosty twigs. I growl in annoyance, because the twigs don't look strong enough to hold our weight. The flow slides under the branch, and the rope lengthens, then pulls taut. Twigs snap, the branch creaks, and we swing sideways, making Yuri slip towards the water. I grasp his neck, and with one hand I hold the rope, with the other. For a sickening moment I think we're going to flip into the river, but then we pick up speed, swerve towards the bank and smash into the shore. Quick, get up! I shout. Yuri struggles onto the front hooves, and the flow tips as he scrambles off. 
He lands in a heap, chest heaving, his back legs dangling in the river. I rise to my feet, lose my balance and skid into the icy water up to my waist. I brace myself for the cold, but the fur on my leg protects me from the worst of it. I dig my fingers into the frozen earth and with a great heave pull myself up. Mousetrap, I gasp. I'm here, his whispers tickle my ear. I lift Yuri's back legs out of the water and push him under a pine, where low boughs have shielded the ground from snow. Then I collapsed against him to catch my breath. I pull my coat tight around my chest, but it's soaking wet and I shiver hard. You need to get dry and warm, Mousetrap leans over my face. You can't rest now. But I'm so cold and so tired that I close my eyes and can't help falling asleep. When I wake, it's dark and I'm frozen numb. Thank God, Mousetrap chirps into my ear. I've been trying to wake you for hours. We have to go. What's wrong, I wheeze. Ice cracks on my lips. Wolves, Mousetrap hisses. A whole pack of them, circling closer. I think they're after your elk.